This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It is a, uh, a soccer week, a football week here in North Carolina. Just to reset all of it, tonight, Chelsea v. Wrexham at Old Keenan. Then we've got uh, Sunderland playing NCFC. Sunderland from the Eng- EFL Championship, second tier of English football, but a uh, historical uh, heritage uh, side uh, from England. They will be here to play NCFC. We've got Messi week. Messi, although uh, Tata Martino says he's not sure that Messi or Sergio Busquets will start in their match against Cruz Azul on Friday, but they will be available to play at the very least. He's unsure about that. Could get messy. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Just show yourself out. (laughs) Show yourself out right now. Uh, And, of course, it is the Women's World Cup, right? It And that starts, again, I don't even know the days because I'm not even sure, uh, but the, uh, the Women's World Cup starts tomorrow, which I think is when they play tomorrow. Let's see. Ireland and Norway tomorrow. USA, Vietnam, Friday. It's Friday night, I believe, which is really Saturday. Uh, Denmark on Saturday. Brazil on Monday. I guess those are all uh, U.S. times. As we bring in Kurt Johnson, the director of soccer for North Carolina FC. And I guess the best thing is they've spread it out so you can get to all these matches, even though I'm not really sure what days they're on. I don't know the days of the week, but yes, you have the the cadence right. <laughs> that that's good. Now, are you going to get to all of these matches? I am going to do my best. Yes, uh, <laughs> starting with Ireland and Australia tomorrow. All right. Now, let me ask you about Denise O'Sullivan because I know in this, no fans were allowed for whatever reason. Not so friendly. She suffered an injury. I've read that they believe she'll be okay to play. Do you know anything different as we sit here, however many hours we are away from their first match? You know, not so friendly is a good way to to term it. Uh, What I know is is Denise, and she is an absolute warrior. Uh, You know, we know her well inside Wake Med Soccer Park and throughout NWSL. If there is a hope, uh, a chance she will be on that field. But I, I think it's day-to-day, and I think it's looking much better than it was three or four days ago. What are your thoughts about the not-so-friendly, I guess it was with Columbia, right? It was with Columbia, and it, it's pretty much unheard of. Uh, you know, occasionally you see it in, in preseason games, but for a game that important, days away from the World Cup, to stop it, you know, 20 plus minutes in, um, it must have been something highly unusual. Kurt Johnson, uh, manager of soccer, North Carolina, NC Courage and North Carolina FC. Do you want to make a pick? You're at the World Cup. You're halfway around the globe. Uh, I'm blown away that you consented to uh, take time out of uh, what is a a pretty solid working vacation in the fall in uh, Australia. Uh, Do you want to make a pick? You want to handicap what we're about to watch? I am fired up for this. Well, yeah, I mean, Look, I think the United States, with with the the change kind of in the hierarchy of the team, I think there are a lot of question marks. But they have to go in as one of the favorites. You know, I can't wait to watch Brazil. 
they're always talented. They're always, um, you know, awesome to watch. And, and they always have this unbelievable pressure to not only perform and to try to win their first World Cup, but also to, you know, just entertain. And uh, I can't wait to see how they deal with that. I can't wait to see Carolyn in the tournament. All of our players, I'm going to get a chance to see, um, as you said, each of our players participating in the World Cup and uh, dream, dream of mine to get to Australia and New Zealand and be able to see uh, our players on this stage is incredible. Yeah, and especially since it's been like in the 90s here, I know the uh, the fall uh, is probably <laughs> refreshing in and of itself for you, Kurt Johnson. All right, real quick about um, our two Americans, Casey Murphy and Emily Fox. Uh, we believe Fox will be first team player it, what about what about Casey is she going to is there going to be a uh, a timeshare uh between the sticks or the, how do you see that playing out yeah I think we're all going to find out uh in Auckland in a few days um you know I, I think that she and Alyssa Nair have uh battled uh for this for this starting role for literally years now and there's not much separating them so I I could see a timeshare I could see they go with one or the other in the first game and ride that hot hand uh, throughout the tournament. So um, rooting for Casey, Emily um, as well. You know, she's she started uh, the vast majority of the games over the last year and a half or so and is certainly deserving of a starting spot. So we shall see in Auckland in a few days. It is it's interesting you alluded to it. There's kind of been a changing of the guard, but there's still some of the the veterans still there. Uh, Alex Morgan, Megan Rapinoe. Uh, she I, I, she didn't really have to announce that this was going to be her last World Cup. I mean, she's 38 years old. And it's, it's great that she's still there. But Julie Ertz comes in as well. Uh, but injuries have really plagued the United States, and I think England has also been hit pretty hard by uh, by injuries it should be uh it should be an awesome experience this is a big week for soccer kurt johnson not just where you are with the women's world cup which starts uh as we get later in the week we have chelsea and wrexham are going to play a uh, a club friendly at keenan stadium i'm calling it old keenan or keenan bridge uh in chapel hill and then on friday sunderland and your guys, uh, North Carolina FC, get to play. What, is, uh, what does that say about where we are uh, as a sporting soccer public here in the Triangle? Yeah, and as well, the Courage and Washington Spirit on Saturday. Yeah. So it, it's, I mean, what a week. You know, I, I think it speaks to the popularity of the sport clearly. You know, people want to sell tickets. People want to drive attendance. And um, they know that the Triangle area is, is a hotbed for the sport and in the sport in all ways, you know, from, from the youth tournaments that we hosted in TFC youth to international exhibitions, you know, I'm glad to see Keenan um, hosting uh, an international exhibition, getting the grass laid and, and yeah. doing that Sunderland coming um, and the courage ongoing season as well as North Carolina FC. We'll have the final four in December we have TST in June. It's it's uh, it, it is a special place for the sport. Uh, the soccer tournament was one of my favorite events 
that I've ever really attended, and I was there a lot, a lot more than I anticipated. I thought I was going to go out once. I ended up going out uh, for basically two full days. My my son got a chance to be a ball boy during quarterfinal. I guess it was the quarterfinal Saturday night. Uh, whatever it was, just it was a madhouse out there, uh, and I know everybody's excited about what's coming up in the future. I almost forgot Messi. I'm going to ask you one question about. It's actually probably a bigger question about uh, something that may come to USL soccer, but also this is Messi week. Uh, he hits the ground running on Friday night. Yeah, uh, I, you know, if unless you've been living under a rock, you you know that Messi has come to Major League Soccer and come to the United States and picked a variety of different options, turned down a variety of different options mm-hmm. to, to, to join MLS. I mean, just coming off being arguably, or maybe not arguably, the best player in the tournament, winning the World Cup, to get him at this stage in his career, uh, playing in, in our country is just another huge shot in the arm for the sport, the popularity of it, the coverage of it. I think, you know, we're talking here about a variety of different topics. You know, what I'm most pleased about possibly over the last couple of years is just the growing coverage, quality of coverage of the sport in kind of all corners of, of the country. And, and to be able to consume it on television, yeah, that, that was exciting. That happened 20, 30 years ago where that sparked. But now to be able to hear people talking about it, analyzing it, you know, predicting, uh, you know, all that on a daily basis is uh, another huge moment of growth. And, and Messi's going to drive more and more people to be interested Kurt Johnson, uh, director of soccer for uh, North Carolina FC, is with us, and NC Courage. Uh, he is in Australia right now in Sydney. The World Cup starts later this week. Again, I don't know what day it is in Sydney. It's I know it's ahead of us. I don't know what time it is where I am anymore. I don't know where t- what time it is where uh, Kurt is. But you, you you know me, man. I caught the bug about a year and a half ago, and I am I am a complete addict for it at this point. Uh, so I cannot, cannot get enough of the sport. And I have always pushed back on the notion that U.S., you know, American soccer leagues needed pr- uh, promotion relegation. It looks like, at least the, in the early planning stages, that it might come to USL. There are 24 teams that play in the championship. There are, uh, I think, what, a dozen or, or something like that, and two more coming to League One, where NCFC is. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, and what kind of an impact it could have? Well, I think it's, I think it's exciting, and I, I think that, um, you know, it's still in the analysis phase. But I think for USL, for the United Soccer League, um, which we are in League One, Currently, you know, I, I think that uh, it, it's something that can differentiate a league or set of leagues uh, in the United States. And I, I think one of the reasons why it could work with USL is that, you know, we need a differentiating factor from MLS and from NWSL. We need something to kind of hang our hat on and to, uh, you know, be able to to market the fans and i think it is something that's accepted around the world in, in many countries not every country but many countries and and i think it could be a a nice fit for usl as it evolves 
in the coming years and, and decades. I mean, do, I think we all we both agree that they're going to have to add some teams. Uh, so there are three levels. It doesn't really work if there's only one promotion, <laughs> one relegation. You would have to have action at both at both ends of at least of at least three tables, not right. Uh, that's right. You know, I think in USL you've got a critical mass of over 30 teams. Um, so I think that certainly will be a big part of the discussion is how how does it get started? Where, you know, um, how, how do you break it into, is it going to be three levels? Is it going to stay two levels? USL Championship and League One. How, how do you, you know, the, the, the start of it is, is it a huge topic of debate and then the replicating year after year sequence, you know, it, it, it sounds easy to do, but you've got, again, 30 plus owners yeah. in a variety of different stadiums, time zones, weather, uh, the like. So these are the topics that are being debated right now. And, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to have to happen soon in order to um, be ready for 2024, 2025. Look, I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to work out. There's a couple of other things, and I thank uh, Kurt Johnson for joining me. I recorded that last night because... Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Um... It's all like we did him sometime during this show. You know what time it is in Sydney, Australia right now? Would he be sleeping? 4.30 in the morning. Actually, yeah. I don't know his sleeping habits. Yeah. Not that close with Kurt. <laughs> so, but yes, it would be 4.30 in the morning right now in Sydney where his, I guess his, his base is for the two weeks he is going to be in Australia and New Zealand. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today, we talk brainstorms with UX designer Brian. Let's go. First question. You thought you'd see everyone's idea in the team brainstorm, but you've got a grand total of one. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board, right? Because in Miro, the team can add ideas now or later. And with privacy mode, we can keep them anonymous until they're good to share. Correct. Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos, add text, images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course, present my thoughts the way I want. Right again! Now, you're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh! There it is. Drawing board or Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's one. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro Brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.